2: Welcome to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even
3: imagine. Welcome to Fish Hunt Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan with my good friend Bob Summeru, who is a.
2: Good afternoon. How's everybody doing out there?
3: It just keeps getting better and better. But, uh, I'm having
4: a good old time myself.
3: Yeah, well, you've been doing some fishing. but uh, I have. Yeah, I have. <laughs> That's what he does. <laughs> well, uh, Bob's real job, one, well, one of his real jobs, uh, is he's a writer for Western Outdoor News. And he's certainly uh, a very advanced fly angler. He'll he'll catch anything, whatever is working.
4: Advanced uh, advanced in age more than in experience. (laughs) I got to tell you.
3: Well, with hopefully with age comes experience, but uh, anyway, Bob is going to be help us out on the show today. I'm sure he's got uh, some comments and things to talk about. And one of the things I want to start off with is we're doing a trip now to Salmon Falls in Ketchikan, Alaska, at a very high-end resort. Oh, yeah. At, uh, um,
4: That's a beautiful place. Oh,
3: it is gorgeous. There are large, the accommodations, and, of course, you know, Ketchikan is known as the salmon uh, capital of the world, and for good reason, because it's on the inter inner uh, part of the... Uh, um, you, the passage. What do you call that? The, uh, the inside,
4: inside passage. Inside passage. As they yeah.
5: Call
3: it. Yeah. And calm water, a lot of fish, a beautiful lodge, high-end restaurant, all-inclusive, and it's something you don't want to miss. And we're offering that uh, basically at a third off, and it's uh, oh. on, on, only twenty-one hundred dollars, and that is a deal that we worked out with Salmon Falls, and it's. Unbelievable! How many days be. is
5: that, John?
3: Five nights, four days fishing, um, and you'll fish in a you know high-end, brand new uh, cruiser with a with a fully guided um, trip by a local captain, and then uh, uh, three days in a 18 foot uh, skiff, center console, with 40 horsepower uh, Yamahas. Anyway, it looks like we're going to have to uh, start the show. And we're going to start off with uh, fly fishing. We'll be right back with you on Fish Hunt Talk Radio.
7: With a long pedigree, the Snowbee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snowbee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waders, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snowbee makes it available to everyone. Go to
2: snowbee-usa.com. Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most. Who is the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly, spread it around to 22 million people, and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. Whitemountainbusiness.com. Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that, too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228. That's 928-228-9228. I've done it for literally thousands, and I can do it for you. Welcome back to Fish Talk
3: Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan. And we have with us today Bob Simmeru, who is co-hosting, uh, who is a well-known, well, well-known expert uh, fly angler, plus whatever else um, he needs to do to catch fish. And we also <laughs> have uh, Frank Burr with snowby S-N-O-W, dot, dot, Uh, USA. Is that right, Frank?
8: No, it's S-N-O-W-B-E-E Oh, yeah. Hyphen USA.com.
3: Okay, that's what I had written down.
8: Mm
3: -hmm. (laughs) Anyway, Snowbee has been around for a long time in Europe, but only a few years in the States, and we're kind of helping to launch. And uh, what we're going to do is Snowbee is anxious to get the product out and get the name out So uh, after much arm twisting, um, we have got uh, uh, Snowbee to offer. Listen to this. First of all, their prices are already maybe a half or a third off of what you'd expect to pay from the maybe better known uh, local or U.S. companies. Uh, Great prices, great product. And for our listeners... Um, Frank is going to give an additional thirty percent off. So you go to Snowbee, uh, S N O W B E E dash U S A, and pick your order, and p- type in one word "Fish Talk," and you'll receive a thirty percent discount. That is an unbelievable, but it's not going to last long. Maybe in only a couple of weeks.
4: Let me chime in. Let me chime in there for just a minute, Frank. I was just looking on your website, and I see the Diamond Two fly rod at two twenty nine, mm-hmm. and then taking thirty percent off of that, that's going to be a monster save. That's already a great price at two twenty nine. Oh yeah, Fantastic. that has. I noticed it has the trimodular, trimodulus carbon. mm mm-hmm. Which I know has been one of the proven uh, techniques you guys
8: have been working with. Yes. Building rods. Yeah, and that one's got more of a mid-flex softer action, which a lot of people like. And it's uh, just a very, really, really a nice rod to fish with. Mm-hmm. I've got many large and small fish with it, and it's one of my favorites out of the rods that we make.
3: Mm-hmm. Well, by the way, since we're talking about that, Um, What I would like to do today, if we can, between the two of you, is someone that's just becoming introduced to to fly fishing. Um, You guys throw around terms, uh, and some of those terms, people might go, huh? (laughs) So let's start with some rods and talk a little bit about different types of rods for different purposes. So I don't know if both of you can answer that, or, Frank, but, uh, you want to start it off?
4: Sure. Well, Frank, yeah, why don't you jump in, Frank, talk about what Snowbee has to offer.
8: Okay. Well, we've got uh, various rods from our classic rods, which started about 109 bucks, all the way up to our... Uh, new Prestige GXS rods, which just came out, that are carbon fiber uh, mixed. Uh, it's a military-grade carbon fiber and resin uh, mixture that makes it super strong and very lightweight. Mm-hmm. And those rods, I think, uh, go up to about 699 and those are our top of the line. Mm-hmm. And we've got everything in between. Rods start uh, for fly fishing anywhere from probably about uh, six foot in length up to uh, 14 foot in length for two-handed spay rods, and a spay rod is a, a larger, longer rod used for uh, bigger rivers and lakes and such, uh, where you can use two hands to cast it, and a lot easier to cast, especially for us older guys, which are starting to have a little bit of uh, arthritis or such, or uh, pain in the shoulders, it's easier to cast a 2 handed rod uh, for most people, and you can cast further distance with that. Um, the rods are... Uh, 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 discussed with or uh, um, defined by their flex which means how much the rod bends and you start out with uh, a very soft flex, which what's called a full flex rod where the entire rod from the butt end all the way to the tip bends and it's a softer uh, action rod which is a, I think a little bit easier to cast because a more delicate presentation you've got mid flex rods where the uh, top two thirds of the rod flexes and then you've got uh, stiffer flexes which are mid to, and tip flex rods which where the upper third of the rod is the only part that really flexes they're a lot more stiffer, easier to cast Cast longer distances, easier to use in the ocean and such. Uh, so there's a, a ver- those are the variations of the different rods, mm-hmm. and it's uh, a lot of the, personal preference as well once with, you get started. With a new person coming in, like with a new person coming in, which which would you recommend as far as the stiffness on a rod? I would say for most uh, people, a mid to tip flex is probably going to be the easiest to use and cast, especially further distance with less uh, effort.
3: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay.
8: Now. And uh, what, what weight would you think they should start with, like a 5-weight? I would recommend most people to start with a 4- or a 5-weight rod. Uh, the best, mm-hmm. I think, recommendation for most uh, people starting off mm-hmm. with fly fishing is a 9-foot 5-weight rod. That's long enough to get good cast, uh, longer distances. The uh, weight of the fly line and the fly rod is matched. That's what we're talking about, 5-weight five-weight is right in the middle pretty much of the range of rod uh, and line weights, which start at one and go up to 14. It's the most versatile for most people starting out with fly fishing because you can use it in smaller streams and creeks and rivers as well, as well as still water lakes and even light surf fishing with a five-weight rod. Okay.
3: Now, when you talk about weights, what does that mean? It doesn't weigh ounces. It's it's as No, it's actually
8: the weight of the fly line. So you start out with a really thin, small diameter line, which is a one-weight Then it goes all the way up to a 14 weight, which is a very thick, uh, bigger diameter line that's going to be used for, let's say, uh, saltwater fishing. Even you know, mako sharks and sailfin and bluefin tuna and such. You want to use a really heavyweight line. So the weight, the weight is the rod with it.
3: Is that measured in grams or something? Is there actually a weight to it?
8: there is, it does measure in grams of the head weight. So the first 30 feet or first 40 feet of the fly line uh, is a certain number of grams. And that does coincide uh, somewhat with the weight of the fly line okay. uh, as well. But everything is talked about in 1, 2, 14 weight, with mm-hmm. the 5 weight being the middle median uh, middle of the line where most people would start with.
3: Okay. Well, let's talk. And, about-
4: and, to, and to, to confuse the issue even further, uh,
8: you can get different shooting heads
4: on any of those weights to make them heavier or lighter at different parts of the line. Yes. So the uh, made in different what happens? What the allow- major thing to remember, John, is that the one through eight or one through 10, 0 through ten uh, category of weight is just a determination of whether it's very lightweight and the zero through like four. Four through seven would be medium, and then eight and above would be heavier, more uh, durable, and, and for bigger game. Mm-hmm.
3: Now, the uh, speaking of that, lines themselves—you've got, uh, um, you know, you got those little numbers as uh, uh, W, F, and and S, and so you've got different types of lines. Do you want to explain real quick what that is?
8: Sure. You want to take that one?
3: Okay, we only got we only got about a minute, Bob.
8: Okay, so lines start out, uh, the WF means weight forward. The means the front end of that line is going to be tapered so that the very front of it is thicker and uh, wider than the middle part of the line. Makes it easier to shoot distance. Uh, double tapered it means it's a slight less of a taper on both ends of that fly line. S uh, means a sinking line, which means it's going to, the whole entire, either the front end or the entire line is going to sink down and get down further in. So if mm-hmm. you're fishing in the ocean or fishing in a lake with wet flies, you need to get that fly down into the water, probably close to the bottom where the fish are hanging out. Do mm-hmm. so you want to use a sinking line versus a floating line. So
3: a floating line is you're on top of the water throwing dry flies.
8: Right. But with a long enough leader, the leader will sink down. Mm-hmm. So you can use a floating line as well for shallower areas, e- even if you're using a sinking fly.
3: Okay. Well, that helped a lot. We're going to have to get back and and cover some more of that because there's still a lot more to talk about. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, we're about ready to get out of here. But again, I'd like to mention that unbelievable deal Uh, again we know that uh, snowbee uh, makes a quality product at a very very uh, discounted price from what you'd expect to pay and uh, frank is giving us an extra 30 percent guys father's day is coming up Uh, go ahead and order your gift certificate online today well, actually, if you missed that, but uh, uh, just go ahead and, and get on and check it out. It's the time of the year. It's time to do it, so do it. Anyway, you're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio.
7: Snowbee brand today offers the very best equipment modern technology can provide. Started in Europe, Snowbee is now providing quality fly fishing gear in the USA. Waiters, clothing, rods, reels, fly lines, bags, and innovative new accessories. Enjoy your sport and leisure time more than ever. The affordable value of Snowbee makes it available to everyone. Go to SNOWBEE USA.com.
1: A full surface flash up
3: Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Henneken This is John Hennigan and our host... <laughs> Bob Summeru is an accomplished uh yeah uh, angler. A great time. he's a writer for western outdoor news plus you know plus all of his other activities that he's that he works as a real job oh yeah but, <laughs> yeah but he take he has seems like he has the opportunity to to get on the water more frequently than I do that's for sure
4: well, you know one of the problems is I have to get out and fish nearly every week one way or another
3: well because you have to write your column.
4: Yeah,
3: I just have to do it. Yep, I so have to do it. That's my job. <laughs> anyway, anyway, <laughs> uh, we have with us. Uh, this is going to be fun. We have Craig from Costa Rica, and it's uh, Craig at fishingnosar.com, and Nosar is N-O-S-A-R, so it's fishing Nosar, and I before I talked to Craig, I wasn't there. Where is Nosar? Anyway, it is uh, in the heart of the ecotourism in Costa Rica. I've been to Costa Rica, but I've never been up there. You know, And they talk about the jungles and all this and that, and I go, I didn't see any jungles. <laughs> what is this rainforest excuse, stuff? Excuse
4: right. me, John. I'll, John, yes. excuse me for a second. A lot, of our, a lot of our listeners like to follow along online as we talk. Oh. Greg, what's the website that relates to your place?
9: Yeah, it's, 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 John misspelled it. It's fishing, F-I-S-H-I-N-G, and it's Nosara, N-O-S-A-R-A.
3: Oh, oh okay. okay. I
9: thought so.
3: Okay. Thank you, Bob.
4: And I want to get that straight because everybody likes to follow along. A couple of people have mentioned that. And look at that. What a
3: creative website. Yeah, right. it's beautiful.
9: Now, that our blog is up to date within the last days, We post all our, ca- our all our catches on the blog with mm-hmm. people's names and what they caught. So it's, people can kind of get an idea of what, what's being caught certain times of the year. And we're the only part of Central America that doesn't get 400 inches of rain. We get about 150. And we're fishing right now, and it's wide open.
3: Wow. Now, do you have the seasonal wet and dry season like they do most of Costa Rica?
9: Well, that like I was saying, it's it's we have an abbreviated rainy season. It's basically September and October. No, okay. And like, like right now, we'll get some rain, but it'll be in the evening hours, late late afternoon, sometimes late in the evening. It just kind of depends on the year. There'll be a certain pattern. It's generally be late in the day to the early evening hours, and we'll mm-hmm. get a. You know, a 20, 30, 45-minute shower, and then the next day it'll be blue skies.
3: Yeah, it can watch everything Craig, now
9: Craig, how, how long a run is it from your
4: place to the fishing grounds?
9: Well, that's one of, one of our claims to fame, is we're six miles to 600 feet of water. which We're the closest of anybody in Central America. Generally, most places in Central America are about 24 to about 30 miles. But so we, it's a lot less boat ride and a lot more fishing
3: time. Mm-hmm. Now, also I understand that... Uh uh, now, Cabo San Lucas is known as the striped marlin capital of the world, whether it deserves it or not. But the reason for that is there's a deep channel that runs right, uh, right in front, right past the, the arches, and mm-hmm. marlin like to travel in deep water. Actually, a lot of fish like to travel in deep water, and you know that's, you know that that's where you want to be, and so you go out and you can be in deep water. Um, you know, within you know fifteen twenty minutes.
9: Yeah, it not Not much of a boat ride. That's for sure. Mm-hmm. That's for sure. And our our current, if you look at a map of the coast of Costa Rica, our current comes from the south, and it collides with our drop off. It doesn't run parallel oh. like off the east coast or the west coast. So the current is an upwelling. And I think that holds the fish in our area longer. Oh yeah, and brings it, it. Seems to make them more aggressive. Our yeah. area was, was where the bait and switch was developed, you know, fifty mm-hmm. years ago. Mm-hmm. Make that bait and switch work, you got to have aggressive fish. We, mm-hmm. I mean, we we have extremely aggressive fish. It'll, yeah. It takes a lot of people back until you get used to these yeah. marling
3: coming up well, the the, and the, the, piece the piece bait. The bait and switch are referring to fly fishing where you you throw a bait through the door and just as the um, the fish comes up to it you you throw out a uh, a fly line and yep. and pull the yep. bait back in real quick. Yep, and we, and then,
9: yeah, we yeah, have a fly either. fishermen almost. Do you every do much week. of that? Oh, we do it every week. We have we'll usually have one or two fly guys fishing with us every week. Mm-hmm. hmm I've, I'm 65. I've been throwing a fly since I was 50.
4: <laughs> nice. Nice. Well, you and I could yeah, get out as, together there because uh, we're right there. That's for sure.
9: I'm not as good a cat as, as Frank is, but I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so, by the way. Uh, the any inshore fishing <laughs> as well or just the offshore? Oh, yeah, yeah. You see those cabanas and those roosters on that block from this last week? That's all in shore. That's within a mile or two, three of the beach. Mm-hmm. But now we are, Cabela nice. and our roosters, 90% of the time we're, we're slow-trolling or drifting with live bonita, about four or five-pound bonita. We don't want any small fish. We want nothing right. but the big granddaddy fishes. Mm. This is
4: really beautiful.
9: Well, you know, I'm looking, oh,
4: too. You guys, now I see that you also are working a lot of the ecotourism as well as fishing. Oh, yes, absolutely. Absolutely, yeah. And what do you offer in that?
9: Well, we've got several different tours, but the most popular one is the horseback mountain tour that uh, we do. And it's it's not so much about riding a horse as much as it is experiencing and exploring a uh, a Costa Rican farm scene. That, that um, you know, you get on a horse, you ride up in the mountain, and you eat an organic meal. And then you see the farmstead, that where they have all the their plants they use for medicinal purposes, for spices. They raise their own coffee. And then you end up in the waterfall and the mountain. It's just spectacular. I mean, it's, you see trees the size of cars. and just a
3: lot of unspoiled nature. Okay, hey uh, uh, Craig, we got a little bit of a surprise. Uh, Frank Selby couldn't be on because he's captaining a boat in a uh, nonprofit agency, and he's I think he's sold his boat out. And he's a captain, and they've gotten something like five thousand dollars for the charter that goes to a very very good cause. But uh, he's taking a break, and he's going to uh, we're going to put him on for a couple minutes to join the party. Awesome, awesome. Okay. Oh, nice. Uh, Frank Selby?
4: Yes, I'm
3: here. All right, so are you finished for the day? Hey,
4: Frank, how you
10: doing, buddy? Really good. Uh, No, uh, I'm done for fishing. Now we're doing our weigh-ins. We caught 25 uh, spotted bay bass and bass.
3: And calico's. Right. Well, we don't have time to go into the charity. We'll talk about it a different time. but
10: No, no, no. Just, yeah, uh, yeah. We just had a really good time. Uh, I'm working on We're not on the air right now, right? Yes, we are. Oh, oh <laughs> I've been talking to uh, Budweiser and Coca-Cola. Uh, we need to talk. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more. Okay. But we had a great time. Everybody had a wonderful fishing time. It was great. We caught a lot of fish. They're still weighing you know, in you know how much, uh, to you see know, who wins. You know much, I only had
3: one scoreable fish. You, do you have any idea how much money came in so far?
10: Oh, I think we're going to hit a little over 300000 Whoa! I wow, donated my uh, $395,000 money back to uh, the... Yeah. Uh,
3: charity. Wow. Anyway, uh, let's get on with, uh, we've got uh, Craig on the line, who's the VIP right now, uh, talking about uh, fishing costaras, F-I-S-H-I-N-G-N-O-S-A-R-A, yeah. Nosada. Yeah. And what a beautiful place that is. And, uh, Craig, I understand that you have the rare opportunity to go fishing in a natural nature preserve. Yes. So you're actually yeah, located in exactly. a nature preserve.
9: It's spectacular. We have a river mouth, John, that is just breathtakingly beautiful. We take people to snook fishing hmm. on the fly. They get out there and wait out that river, you know, out in the ocean. Huh. Technically, it's where the river uh, exits or dumps out in the ocean. Huh. And uh, you know, we, we the snook are big and mean, and the terrain's in their advantage, but we'll catch some nice
3: well, you've got all kinds of stuff down there. I wouldn't realize you would have uh, uh, snook. We
9: have, end? you know, fishermen are only thirty five percent of our business. Mm-hmm. We get lots of yoga girls, surfers, nature tourists, and it's the fishermen while they're roaming every year. Um, the area in general, we're the only operation in the area, that's that's doing any type of certificate marketing here mm-hmm. in the United States. Mm-hmm. And we're the only organized. We, I, I rebuild or build every single boat we, we charter. Mm-hmm. We don't, I don't buy any boats. Okay.
3: About. Well, we've only got about a minute or so. But uh, the, you know, what, what can you say that we haven't already said? But... Uh, uh, it's it's on it's virtually on the water. It's in the center of a nature preserve, and it seems to me I remember some place where two years ago it was voted as uh, one of the one of if not the uh, um, best beaches in the world.
9: Yes, voted top twenty beaches in the world. Voted top twelve must see destinations in the world. The only blue zone in Central America and has been for years. Was the first master plan community in Central America 45 years ago? I mean, I can go on and on yeah. and on about the motor.
3: Okay. Well, let's get in touch now. Um, this sounds really expensive. Give us a range if somebody wants to go down there. And if you're going to go down there, you're not going to go for one or two days. Uh, and you, it's so easy because you just fly right into uh, um, San Jose, and then it's what about an hour and a half?
9: Now you fly in, for your guys. You fly into Liberia for two hours from Liberia. Okay. But we can do a two or three person package with three full days of fishing for a little over twenty five hundred bucks.
3: That's your house Whoa.
9: and your fishing. Is that per is that
3: per person or per package? I mean for the whole no, thing. No, that's
9: the total package. Wow. So,
3: Hey, let's yeah. go, Frank, John? Yeah, Bob, Bob, Frank. I'm let's at go. The website, okay, the well, we got it. We got to go. Phenomenal. We got we, we to go. So, anyway, I'll tell you we what, go. uh, uh, Craig. Why don't you hold on for? Well, no, we got to go. Uh, you're listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio.
7: Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 MPG highway based on V6 4x2.
1: A full service fly shop His and Her Fly Fishing offers FFI certified international fly fishing instructor and guide service with Frank Selby. Listen to Frank as host of FishHuntTalkRadio.com or listen live Saturdays at 9 a.m. Pacific time on Sirius XM Radio Channel 211 Custom flies are handmade to, to your order in house in Newport Beach Fishing in Mexico, Belize, Florida Or the Rockies Frank and the staff Will deliver exactly what you need Flies and gear Google his and her fly fishing The Soft Science footbed Absorbs the shock of pounding waves Engine vibration And even rocky terrain Soft Science shoes are roomy and relaxed And they drain and dry quickly Check out the Soft Science fin fishing shoes And boots And the fin H20 for kayaking and canoeing They're lightweight, slip resistant And won't mark your deck See the new styles for men and women and get your pair on at softscience.com.
3: Fish Talk Hunt Radio with John Henneken This is John Hennigan. Our host is uh, Bob Simmeru, Western, uh, uh, Western Outdoor News, uh, the field reporter, and uh, uh, all-around great guy and a pretty good angler. And um, <laughs> Bob, we we've been talking about fly fishing, so uh, we got you on, and we have Eric. From Eric's fly shop in West Yellowstone, and I suspect he does some fly fishing up there. So, yes. Eric, <laughs> welcome, welcome, welcome to uh, Fish Hunt Talk Radio. And I probably should just let uh, Bob and Eric talk for a little bit.
4: So you're up there in fly fishing heaven, man. Oh man, you lucky devil.
0: Right. Well, it's the place to
4: fly fish. <laughs> Well, I haven't been up your way in a long, long time. I've been struggling to get out of town and get up there and see what you guys are up to. Tell me about what you're doing these days. What's what's the fishing like right now?
0: So right now we've got quite a bit of runoff going on. So we have two areas that are fishing good. We're up in the headwaters, so the Firehole River, not quite as affected by runoff. That's been fishing very well. Starting to see some hatches, caddis and PMDs. And, of course, we got the Madison down in Montana below Hebgen. So you have a dam, so that helps control the flow. And nymph fishing Mm -hmm. down there has been very good lately.
4: Mm -hmm. Have the crowds started to show up? A lot of people getting on the water?
0: Yes. So in the past three or four days, um, the crowds have really started to show up. Our weather has kind of warmed up. We've had a cold spring. So that's kind of delayed everything. Yeah,
3: everybody on the West Coast and other parts of the – it's been – you know, everybody talks about the weather. Cold and wet. This year it's just been very uh, unusual. But, again, I was going to say
0: yeah. Uh, I mean, it snowed about 10 days ago here, and now we've been getting these afternoon thunderstorms. Wow. And uh, just wet. (laughs) Yeah.
3: Well, I always say, I don't want to put my political views into it, but things go in cycles. And just because it didn't rain for two years doesn't mean it's never going to rain again. That's and, right. And just cuz it rained this year it doesn't mean it's going to rain next year. But uh, right off. <laughs> uh, but you know it's it's certainly been a pleasant relief and this spring has been very strange but very good for a lot of people, farmers and it regenerates the uh, and washes out the soil, regenerates the groundwater and uh, right. So hopefully we'll be seeing some effects from that for for for, for, for some years. But uh, water uh,
4: always Eric, I must have something uh, Written down wrong. What's the website for your shop?
0: So it's um, Eric's A R R I C K S dot com.
3: Yeah, Eric spelled it kind of a strange way. My my
0: yeah, a little different.
3: My, my word word check didn't even recognize okay. it. A R R I C K. So it's Eric. Yes. That's correct. And then it's Eric's Fly Shop, with an S. Eric's Fly Shop dot com. Yep. That's an easy one. And then, uh, um, give us an idea. Well, first of all, what about accommodations, and how do you get there, and and uh, what do you do when you get there?
0: Well, we you can actually fly right into West Yellowstone if you want to. A lot of people fly into Bozeman or Idaho Falls, mm-hmm. and that's about two hours away. They rent a car, drive mm-hmm. on down, and definitely if you're coming, you know, from now, you know, through the. Labor Day weekend, you need to make those reservations in advance. Mm-hmm. So lots of people here, so definitely get your reservations lined up.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And and we're, we're taking a lot of reservations for, uh, you know, the guided fishing trips, so taking mm-hmm. a lot of people out there.
3: And I so guess there's get those
0: th- reservations in, too.
3: And there's plenty of lodges and resorts and hotels that, uh, and then you just pick, pick people up and take them fishing and take them home? Yes. Mm-hmm.
4: Well, i got to tell you, I'm looking at some of the pictures on your website, and it's just incredible as I look at it. So
0: you're you're fishing browns and uh, rainbow both? Yep, browns and rainbows in the Madison River. And then here in about a a month, we'll be starting to go into the park more, over into that northeast corner, and uh, catching cutthroats over there.
4: Mm -hmm. Yeah, the cutties up there. And uh, do you fish the lakes as well? Well,
0: in Montana, we fish a lot on Hebgen Lake and Quake Lake. Mm-hmm.
4: And do you float tube mm-hmm. it, or how do you fish that?
0: Well, you can float tube it, you can pontoon bone it. Um, also, if you're lucky enough to have a power boat, that's kind of the, the way to do it. Mm-hmm. You can kind of zip ah. around and find those fish
3: yeah. a little easier. Yeah, cover more territory. Yeah. Cover more territory, yeah. mm-hmm. right. Yeah, and, uh, but and
4: if I were, were going to jump on a plane tomorrow and come on up that way, assuming I made reservations, what gear mm-hmm. should I bring? Which weight rods? The fives?
0: Five is your most common. Nine foot five. Um, a nine foot six is nice if it gets a little windy or you're throwing larger flies. But all around, mm-hmm. nine foot five weight. And bring both,
4: both uh, well, probably just the floating line would be sufficient, right?
0: Probably 90% of what you're going to do is with the floating line. If you are going to kind of lean toward the lakes, then um, a sinking line, like one of those clear sinks, that's a nice one to have.
4: Like an intermediate?
0: An intermediate, yes. But right now on Hebgen, we're doing a lot of the coronamid fishing where you're uh, suspending uh, those coronamids below strike indicators. So you would want to use your floating line.
4: Mm-hmm. Sure. That's always a lot of fun, anyway. If you, especially if you use a big attractor of some kind up there as your indicator. Right.
3: Uh What well, you say? A big attractor. What? What are you talking about? Just piece of well, piece so of what, yarn or something. Why don't you
0: I... describe it for America Eric? Well, you'd have to use a larger dry fly that you could see very easily, like a oh. chubby Chernobyl. That'd be a good example. That's mm-hmm. got a big wing on it, nice and easy to see, and it mm-hmm. floats well.
5: Yeah.
3: And then yeah,
4: the, that way you can really see the strike when it happens or any kind of a twitch. You know it right now.
3: Yeah, right. the indicator will move. Yeah. And uh, just some quick tips on when, when you're doing that. Um, I remember one of the finest fly anglers anywhere, uh, Neil Taylor. He taught three sit- sitting presidents uh, fly fishing. And he was fishing with a guy, and he's going, one. Two, you know, and this went on for a while. Six, seven, and the guy goes, "What are you counting?" He says, "I'm just counting the amount of strikes you missed." <laughs>
5: uh-huh.
3: <laughs> and the guy didn't even know it. Uh-huh. It doesn't take much, you know. They don't just no.
0: Sometimes uh, they, they're, they're
3: very they, subtle. Yeah, they don't grab it and run.
0: No, they know it's fake and they spit it right out.
3: Mm-hmm. And the, uh, wow. uh, and the fish in your area, you've got, well, within the area that you're in, I suppose, like within, you know, 15 or 5 or 20 miles, there's, I don't know how many different rivers and different uh, fishing spots there are, but it's, you're right in the middle of, of uh, some of the best uh, trout fishing in the world.
0: Right. Within an hour's drive of this town, you have any kind of trout fishing that you want to do small streams big rivers ponds lakes just anything mm-hmm. so tremendous variety
4: uh, eric eric one of the things john wanted to do today was to get a little bit of uh, down and dirty for the new guy so if some newbie wants to come up and fish uh, what do they need to know? Should they have practiced a little casting? Uh, do they need to know anything about flies? Or is that something that pretty much your guides can help them with?
0: The guides can help them with that. Of course, it's a good idea to go out and, and do some practice casting. That's going to help. And then if you are going to do some fishing on your own, practicing the knots mm. so that you can you can do those kind of quickly. Whereas mm-hmm. as flies, I think your best, once you get here, come in the store we can point out, this is what you need right now.
3: And this is how you and tie it. What, yeah, and this is how to tie it.
0: Yeah, so that's that's some good knowledge once you get to the store. But, yeah, practicing the casting. And the guides are great at teaching, so if you needed help with that, um, they take well, people like, out. And, like you know, everyone else, we all believe in having a guide
4: at least one or two days of any multi-day trip so you can... Get to know the waters and the techniques
3: for the locale. Yeah, that said, I, you right? know, guides guides aren't really that cheap, but if you're going to go into the trouble of going to places like this, uh, I always recommend for the first day you go out with a guide, you know, and exactly. then I see how it goes from there. But at least it'll, you know, there's such a thing as local knowledge, which is critical. But
0: do it your first day mm-hmm. because you learn a lot from the guide, and mm-hmm. then you can have more success mm-hmm. the rest of your week.
3: Mm-hmm. And that is, uh, again, that's uh, uh, a pretty easy one. We're talking to Craig. uh, Excuse me. We're talking to Eric, E-R-R-I-C-K, from Western Yellowstone. And it's Eric's, Eric's with an S, and then flyshop.com.
5: Yes.
4: Actually, that's not correct. It's just erics.com.
3: Oh, I thought I had a different. You could
0: you could probably Google search either one, and yeah. and I'll come up. Yeah. 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 As long as you've got Eric spelled A-R-R-I-C-K. Yeah. <laughs>
10: Just
4: don't call me
5: late for right supper, ahead. right? Yeah. Okay.
4: Well, <laughs> we got the weather right. The weather right now is incredible. Is it? How long is that going to stay? We're going to have
0: good weather all through summer. Or we're going to. Well, it'll slowly improve. It looks like. But it's uh, definitely a little cooler than normal. Mm
3: -hmm. And uh, we got less than a minute, but there's plenty of accommodations around there?
0: Plenty of accommodations. Mm -hmm. From mom-and-pops to chain hotels. And you'll
3: just, you know, they fly in there, check in. uh, You'll come pick them up in the morning and then bring them back? We can definitely do that. Okay. And uh, just uh, bring a lunch.
0: Yep, if you do a full-day guided trip, we provide the lunches.
3: Oh, okay.
0: So, yeah, we take care of everything.
3: Good. All right, well, (laughs) that's phenomenal, Eric. Uh, It's been such a lot of fun, and that's such a beautiful area. If you haven't done it yet, it's time. And uh, it's the beginning of the summer, so better hurry up and get your reservations in. If you are listening to Fish Hunt Talk Radio, go to the website and listen to us.
2: Have you noticed the changes in Google lately? Did anybody line you out? You can't fake it anymore. They know who said it first, who said it best, who said it the most, who is the most popular, and that just happens to be me since the late 80s, which means that I can put up a page, a post, or a website, optimize it properly. Spread it around to 22 million people and put you on top of your results pages for your chosen searches basically overnight. Whitemountainbusiness.com Don't want to wait that long? Already have a website that you thought was optimized and doesn't rank anywhere? I can fix that too. Maybe you don't want to wait. Maybe you just want to call me. 928-228-9228 That's 928-228- 9228. I've done it for literally thousands, and I could do it for you.
1: Vision! Yeah, it's a big one. For passionate sports fishermen who value first class fishing experiences paired with personalized service and amenities, all inclusive Salmon Falls Fishing Resort on the Inland Passage reinvents the Ketchikan Fishing Getaway. Guests enjoy exceptional gourmet cuisine, superior fishing excursions, fully guided charter or self guided in center console boats accommodated. Three anglers, updated guest rooms, and suites. On site fishing processing to clean, freeze, and pack your catch. Rooms range from log cabin rustic to modern. Our 52 rooms offer the ultimate in comfort after a long day of sightseeing, fishing, and exploring Ketchikan. Non anglers love Salmon Falls too. Shopping along Creek Street, kayaking, hiking, whale watching, or gathering around our fire pits with a hot beverage, all at presses less than expected. Just pull up Salmon Falls Resort in your search engine. Welcome back to Fish Talk Hunt Radio
3: with John Hennigan. This is John Hennigan and our host, uh... Bob Summer iss accomplished angler, <laughs> and we have the pleasure we don't have much time, so we're going to try and jump in. We have met here right to it with Matt there yeah. you go we got Matt is the uh, and is the operations manager at Salmon Falls Resort, and I'm so excited because i haven't fished there F- fished uh in the last fifteen years in in Ketchikan, <laughs> but this would be my first trip, and mainly because I didn't think I could afford it. But Matt has come up. We've worked out a deal for a price that is ridiculous. Normally you figure about $1,000 a day uh, to fish a high-end resort in Ketchikan. Now remember, they've only got like maybe three months out of the year that they can make all their money. And it's uh, expensive to get stuff up there. So it's not cheap. uh, But it's worth it. But we have a trip Put together, and I don't even have, know if I should tell Matt what the price is, but uh, <laughs> but it's uh, it's one third discount um, off of the uh, uh, established price, um, and even in that is uh, is a good deal at thirty three hundred. Uh, it's a great deal for thirty three hundred for five nights. Um, we are pleased to offer this trip at $2,100. And it's all-inclusive. Mm. And it that and is a deal. I mean, it's a high-end lodge, beautiful rooms, a gourmet uh, restaurant, order off the menu, um, and all your gear, all your tackle. Uh, the first day, everybody will be getting on a, uh, um, a either a 24 or twenty four 24, 28 foot, 27. Um uh, Orca, brand new high-end uh, fishing charter boat with the cabin and mm. nice and warm. And I think it's uh, even got heater and indoor plumbing. But yeah. uh, but uh, it's just a so anyway that'll be a full day, uh, fully guided with the local captain, and that would be you know it'd be just very comfortable. And then after. That you're going to be learning some things about where you might want to go fishing when you're when you're into, uh self-guided. And those are what uh, uh, 18 foot with 40 horsepower, brand new Hondas, Yamahas. I mean, uh, center console, and probably take two people. You take three, but probably take two people to be most comfortable, and just come and go as you please. You want to go out, come back in for an hour or two, take a nap or go out and fish for four or six hours, come back in and run into Ketchikan and do some sightseeing. And it is uh, just a phenomenal, phenomenal deal. And if you can find the time, it would be, what can I say? Uh, it's almost free. And then of course, you know, I figure by mm-hmm. the time you get your airfare, your incidentals, your uh, tax and tip, um, you're probably into it for around three grand. Total, all in, and it's just a, you know it's a trip of a lifetime you should do every year. But uh, anyway, so we're going to be we've only got a minute, but get in touch. Actually, you can get in touch with me, John at fishtalkradio.com That's John J H N at fishtalkradio.com uh, Go to our
4: website. Can I, can I? Yes. Can I ask Matt a quick question? Quickly. What about getting to and from the location? When you get off oh, the airplane. Okay. Do you have to get on another plane and fly over? Uh, no, you don't. We uh, fly directly into Ketchikan uh, out of Seattle, and then we pick you up at the airport, and we drive you out ah. to the resort about a 30-minute mm-hmm. drive.
3: Oh, and it's, it's, it's oh, easy. Nice. It's so easy uh, to get there. Okay. So easy. All you have to do is get to Seattle, and that's easy to do from anywhere in the country or in the mm-hmm. world. Anyway... All right, it looks like we're getting bumped out of here. But uh, we certainly hope that we get some people um, to you know, give a call or find out. And, and if you have any questions, uh, just let me know. Go to the website, Fish Hunt Talk Radio, and there should be an updated uh, uh, trip on that. So we appreciate you tuning in, and thanks for getting listening to us on fishtalkradio.com.